0: Since you've given up morality being objective and it's subjective, best interest is now subjective. So that's up to the individual to define that. Two, um, it's no one's obligated to even to do it. Uh, There's not odds. And and I've and I've described I've described morality in this way to the person who says it's subjective. Okay. I got a
1: question for you when you get done. Okay. When you say is who's obligated? Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Fair. Fair enough. Um. In a subjective worldview, morality is like going to get ice cream. Hopefully you can follow my thinking right here. Uh, okay. If it, if it doesn't make sense, let me know. Um, one person may like vanilla. The other person mm-hmm. may like chocolate. Mm-hmm. Right? But it's not evil that person A likes vanilla. And it's not evil or even good that the person likes chocolate. You get what I'm saying? And and, and nor is the person obligated to get what I get. Mm -hmm. And so when I describe morality in that sense, I hope you I I think I think you say you kind of got what I was going at. One person is not um, obligated to do as the next since there is no objective or ultimate standard by which people are obligated to live their life. People are not obligated to get chocolate like I get chocolate. Mm-hmm. i may not yeah. i might i might not like vanilla i may say hey mm-hmm. your life would be better if you got chocolate bro but you're <laughs> you're, you're not obligated to, to get it you know what i'm saying but that's how morality is in a subjective worldview all things theology all things theology we chop it up properly without an apology gotta get the to god hollow because this is how we do it at all things theology Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to another episode of All Things Theology. I'm your host, K-Dub, and boy, you're going to enjoy this episode. This is a continuation of last episode, or last video, if you're watching on YouTube, of Ex-Pastor vs. Christian. This episode, we're going to be talking about morality, uh, logic, truth, uh, epistemology, all those exciting things that are just so riveting, right? (laughs) But I hope you enjoy Make sure to like this episode and make sure you subscribe if you're not. Grace and peace. Now, yep, sure.
1: When you say that this Bible is is a uh, oh man, I'm losing my thought. When you say that it is, how, how about uh, this? Inerrant, we, go ahead.
0: How, how about this? Because we have kind of been banging on inerrancy for a while. Uh, I like I said, I I really because of the the presuppositionless in me the 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 um. Philosopher, I guess in me, I I think we should actually get to this point, and and I think you know where I'm going because it's where me and Callie went. We spend a lot of time on this, is because it deals with our presuppositions on on things. That's why I like getting to it because I I think everyone needs to know what their presuppositions are. I think a lot of people don't don't think about their worldview um, enough, and the implicate not only their worldview but the implications of a worldview, and so. Um, though you profess to believe in god you you' obviously not the christian god i, I believe in that's so that's where our differences would get in so i think this will actually be a point of uh, uh, good good point of uh contact or disagreement as well um i want to ask the question that i asked um um Callie, the same question to you um is truth objective or subjective <laughs>
1: That's a good that's a good question. So, <laughs> it depends on the type of truth. One of the things I looked into when I was watching that debate, if we're talking about things that can be proved, that type of proof is objective because truth is something that resides in reality. That mm-hmm. that's that's just what truth is. If it's not in reality, it is not true. And if it is objective true, and because you can talk about subjective, subjective truth being that which people who are within a particular belief system believe, for instance, and I'll give you an example. As a former Christian, I still get Christians that ask me doctrinal questions based on the Church of Christ belief. And I answer their questions according to that. So that is their truth. For instance, Kali mentioned, because he's of a different Uh, denomination which I came out of like he mentioned that his mother is an elder in Mm -hmm. the churches of Christ only men can be elders so my example is within that religion if I were to teach somebody about eldership the truth would be that only an elder could that's what I would be saying as true so that is religious uh, but you cannot test that And that's an argument over a doctrine. Scientific truth is truly objective. So when he asks you or I ask you to tell me how the word of God is infallible, what you would have to do is demonstrate for me where the manuscripts or where the scholars have gone in and pulled out all of the spurious text and left us with something that tells us what the original said and we don't have that. Well uh, does that is that clear?
0: I, I would disagree with that, but I, I want to walk you down a series of questions. What part would you disagree with?
1: Because I want to um, know.
0: Well mainly your your argument that um we can because that seems to me more of a subjective view that we can only know what is true if it's now if I if I uh misunderstand you definitely let me know kind of testable and repeatable is that was that your
1: no I, I said scientific truth
0: or now, I, being I'm able... speaking of truth in general not not just science, but that's truth. The
1: thing about that's the thing about truth, my brother when you when you look it up, truth is not like uh this laptop i'm I'm looking at you on. It does have context. True mm-hmm. is either you could be talking to a person that's considering scientific truth or that which is objective. anything objective, is true and it's true scientifically so so back, true question, so back to my question so back to my
0: so back to my question truth is only that which is repeatable and um demonstrable
1: to me to me yeah you, you hold on you wait, my wait, shirt my church ho- says truth is my only religion that means the only thing that i'm bound by is that which can be uh objective in other words if i can observe it in reality, and understand it, I'm going with it. That's the I'm only le- thing I'm, I'm going to be I'm, held by. Not, I'm not, le- not in religious sense, in that I'm a, you know, bust out a hymnal and all of that. But I'm saying the only thing my mind is going to be bound by. Now, when we talk about beliefs, anybody can have their belief, and I can discuss with somebody that agrees with me, and that be our so called truth. That's what people mean when they say that they're true so, but truth really is that what's complies with re- when you look it up i mean you can google it truth yeah, that is that to reality way. there you go boom yeah. right there
0: and, and i would agree with that definition uh you know obviously i would add more to that definition but so you said man you said a lot of interesting things there that i want to uh, talk about and maybe we can leapfrog too so that which is comported to reality so when i say truth I'm not saying because as soon as you say this, it actually goes into the realm of subjective when you say what I feel. So I'm not that's not where I'm coming from. But you made you may mm-hmm. the statement that which comports the reality. Um, how do you know which is, what is real?
1: Absolutely. That's a good question. Now, I don't know how deep you want to go. Let's I do it, bro. Can, <laughs> I can go there because I'm a red spill type of person. But when you say that, which comports to reality, I'm talking about what we're dealing with within, whether you want to call it a matrix or not, I'm talking about what we're dealing with right now. I see you through this device of my laptop. I see you. I'm talking about this reality, which is physical, the things that we can verify with our five senses and anything that's outside of time, space, and matter, how would I Mm. have? knowledge of it because it is outside of time space and matter for which my senses okay can acknowledge my Mm -hmm. senses can acknowledge time Mm -hmm. space and matter outside of that it's a belief interesting
0: that man that's that's a very interesting uh way to put it so you again i'm asking for clarification Mm -hmm. um you would say you can only know that which is true according to your five senses. Would that be accurate? I'm
1: saying according, yeah, if I'ma say to you that something is true and it's in reality. Cause the mm-hmm. thing, let me let me give you some more. Give give me give be patient with me. Give me a yeah, second. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I wrote a I wrote a paper when I was at FamU and I hate to this day. I, I lost that paper. So my religion uh what was that class? Uh religion of philosophy of philosophy of religion. That's what it was called. And I was in the church and I had to write a paper on the existence of God. And I had to prove to a non-believer that God exists. So here was my thing. This is what I said. I said, well, uh, If a person, if you're in a room with a person, this was my argument, that believes, if you're in a four-by-four, let's say you locked up in jail or something, okay, Mm -hmm. and the other person in that room believes, okay, they're hallucinating, they believe that there's a lion in there with y'all, and they are afraid of lions. Now, that lion's not, in reality, really in there, but are you going to be influence or subjected to some of their their attitudes and how they're going to act. Yeah, because they're going to go crazy. You might be trying to calm them now or they might be climbing over you and, and messing with you. So you're going to be, I actually got, I hate that I lost that paper because he gave me a 97 on that paper. And I don't <laughs> remember job. all the details on that paper. The point is that that is in that person's mind. That's what they believe the reality though that i'm talking about is something that is testable or something that can be observed uh, or 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 shown to be the case when we use logic and reason based on what evidence we have ah. the example it's of that is subjective or objective exactly. <laughs> and, and, exactly and logic is actually a process that's the thing. Everybody I, don't I, have it. I, go ahead. Well, I'm sorry. I, 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 I'll, I'll just, let you go. I'm not I'm not done, but I, I'm i interested in what you're going to say.
0: Yeah, because it's actually based on this where or because you're, you're saying you're stating it's based on reality and our five senses. This is actually where I, 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 I quoted Bonson earlier. And if you remember what I said, I, the unbeliever mm-hmm. can count. Sometimes right. the unbeliever can count better than the Christian, mm-hmm. but the unbeliever cannot account for his accounting. The point Bonton was making is that the unbeliever cannot justify the things he knows is true. It's not that you don't know what truth is, Eli. I'll say it very clear. You know things are true. The point is, I, now this is my point. Obviously, I think you would disagree, and this is where I want to ask this next question. You cannot justify the things you believe in. I want to put, point to the logic, because according to what you just said, Logic does not exist because your statement is according to reality and the five senses. You cannot measure logic according to five senses. You can't smell logic. You can't hear logic. Um, you can't see logic. Um, what's the other? You can't touch it. Uh, what's the other uh, sense that I say smell? But yeah, according to the five senses, you can't uh, none of those. It's an immaterial concept. You, you,
1: are, you are, let me interrupt. Yeah, go ahead. I said logic is a process. So yes, you are right that you can't see here, but you use it. So when you use, when you use a process, in the process of using logic, depending on the thing to be tested, you may have to touch, feel it, taste it, see it, smell it. Yeah, but it. that's not logic. And I didn't say that,
0: but so I, so I didn't say that that is right. I said it, that logic
1: you, is a process, right? And in that process, you will have to use these senses in order to evaluate
0: the evidence. But, and but when you, it, ev- but here is the point I'm making: if the argument is prove logic exists, well, it's not what logic. It's not the. Um, so if I'm saying, hey. I want to know that this mouse exists. Me saying, well, I can see it. That itself is not logic. So that wouldn't be proving logic. That would be using logic. And so... That's what I I said. It's a process. But here's actually the strong point I'm thinking, I'm I'm trying to bring up. How do you... um, Because in order to prove logic, you're trying to use logic. But using logic doesn't prove logic exists. You you understand the point I'm making?
1: No, no, no. Okay, I think I understand. So I said logic is a process. Mm -hmm. But the only way that you can know that I'm being logical Mm -hmm. is that through my process, I actually make sense. And by making sense, I mean that the next person listening to me is evaluating what I'm saying. And that it also comports with what they see in reality but how do you know they're logical I don't have to know that I'm saying that they could they could not be
0: right they could (laughs) not be
1: but I'm not I'm not debating that we're talking about me you asked me about my logic
0: yeah but you said but you said the reason how you would know you're being logical is to if the other person kind of isn't kind of so kind of coherent and agrees with it so I would right the, the right, question, so think, I'm, goes... get,
1: I'm gonna get to that. I'm gonna get to that. So what happens is a person could take like this discussion between me and you now. The way that people evaluate it is based on their own logic or whatever. So based on what I have said, let's take the example of the Bible being infallible or unadulterated. And when we talk about the Bible, if we're talking about the sixty-six that we know in the Western canon, from Genesis to Revelation and everything in it. And to say that the word adult, unadulterated is applied to it, meaning that this thing cannot have been mixed or added to or taken away from. And I go and look at something or I have defined the terms and I say, look, unadulterated means not added to, neither taken away from. And I'm calling the 66 books of this canon Bible. And I say, look, here's pericope adultery. It has been added. And once I say that it has been added, it no longer fits the definition of unadulterated. Then the next person says, hmm, what does unadulterated mean? It means not added to or taken. And he just brought up that something's been added. Let me go and see if it's been added. And when they do the research and find out it's been added, and they look at what the word unadulterated means, they will logically conclude if, if they are logical that yes it is in fact adulterated cuz something has been added to it now if we say that their logic is 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 flawed you have to provide reason for why their process of thinking and this goes something i i don't teach this all the time but i'll say it to you something that i actually teach called the trivium cuz this is something that people have to understand when it comes to grammar logic and their their uh rhetoric what you take in your data your process is your logic and then your output so i have said based on the fact and i'm just giving the bible being infallible as an example i have said based on the fact that these 66 books have had pericope adultery added in i would also add the book of enoch taken out it no longer fits the definition of unadulterated,
0: and therefore the Bible is flawed. That's my logic. Well, again, you're operating on the assumption that you're being logical. So it's so 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 so. Here's the, here's the point I'm making. You're starting with the premise that you're logical, and then that's the that's your conclusion as well. So you haven't actually proven that you're, one that you're logical. Two that your logic is the ultimate truth because. You've already stated that someone next to you may disagree. And how does their. So so when you're when you're arbitrating between two opinions, like person A, person B, both saying this is the truth. I Mm -hmm. let's let's just use what we're talking about logic or being logical. Um, How do you determine. That person A or person B is the right one.
1: I can answer that question. Let's do it. You ready? Yep. Based on what is found in reality. Like just then when you were doing By this, using logic. By when, when you were doing this, I could have asked a person, any person, is he holding up one finger or two? Now, anybody would have said, okay, well, he's holding up two. And the person saying, no, he's holding up one finger. We would simply say that person cannot count. Now. You could, you could call that object uh, subjective if you want to, but that doesn't work in anywhere in the world. One is one, two is two. And if, if you see it, the next person has to look at your evidence, your data, consider what you say. Just like when I said pericope adultery, and just like when I'm talking about what the word unadulterated means. Now, if you want to take the meaning of that word away, from that example, then you can get any kind of outcome. But if unadulterated means what it means and you find that you're using that adjective to describe this object as unadulterated and it has in fact had something added to it, that word no longer applies rendering that object imperfect. Let me, well, let me let address that. Cause,
0: cause you keep bringing that up, but I do, I want to move to, cause I think I'm maybe, Speaking past, with speaking past each other, you keep bringing okay, up this I'll point about not. about the the translation. Again, I've already stated that biblical inspiration has nothing to do with translation. So you keep bringing up copying errors, which I've already stated there are copying errors. That's not actually an argument against the Bible. That's maybe an argument against like, hey, uh, maybe a translation or um, a, a specific passage. Which, like I said, it's I, I'm I'm not not sure uh the the doctrine of uh biblical inspiration is fully grasped when it comes to that point because it, if 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 that's taken into consideration the argument makes no sense but maybe i can we can um speak to because i, I want to get on this up point about objectivity um we, we kind of go into the truth thing and like i said i don't know if it was kind of going going where it was speaking to the heart of it um because um like I said, I don't think it was speaking to the heart, but how do you, and I asked this to Callie, I asked it to you as well. There's no, I don't have any new questions. <laughs> I'm a very uh, routine guy, but how do you know that which is moral, objectively speaking?
1: I'm good. I'm, I, I had a feeling you, you would ask me that. And what, what I can tell with the morality and, and before I answer your question, are we, are we clear that we totally disagree on the infallibility yeah. of the Bible? So yeah, maybe yeah. that's something we will have a debate about. Okay. Moving on to this morality issue. What, what, when we talk about morality and uh, you, were you asking me, was it objective? Is that what you asked me? Correct. Yeah. Whether, whether or not it's, it's objective. Now this again, Is 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 been a been an issue I feel for for believers and non-believers. That which is conducive to progress would be a moral thing, or whatever that is, you could apply that to whatever. That which is conducive to progress and not that which would harm somebody else seems to me to be something that is uh, moral because it increases all of us. Now, whether or not that's, that's subjective or objective, I believe that's something that is testable and we can see. We can look at racism, for instance. Racism, is, is, if we look at it in a moral sense, It may be good for these people over here advancing financially and everything, but it's not good for maybe somebody else. That to me means that that is an immoral thing. That which is moral works in the best interest of everybody, period. So now so so I believe that moral is subjective and it deals with you know, what, what we're doing and, and, and whether or not it's increasing people. However, if you're going to go down this moral road, okay, if you're going to go down the moral road, we're going to get into some scriptures that show some things that in my opinion are not moral, even when you consider, um, our culture today i'll I'll just i'm keeping it very surface level with that but i may go deeper depending on what you say
0: yeah so so given given that's your view i don't think you have a real objection given what you just stated about morality even if you said you have an issue uh you defined as uh what is moral is that which is conducive pretty much to a society as a whole um but it's a subjective so one there's no moral odds people are not obligated in a subjective worldview uh, to um, act a certain way, given, given that it's subjective. That's, that's my argument. Um, two, um, you, you said morality is that which is conducive to a whole society, to a society or, you know, that benefits uh, the progress, but who determines that that's the case? Why, why cannot morality say, Hey, um, since it's subjective, I, I don't think you would really have an argument with it because it's just one pers- person's perspective against another or one culture's uh, perspective against another. It's, uh, it's assuming a lot from my, from my perspective. Why can't someone say, hey, stealing actually actually benefits uh, me? Therefore, it's not really wrong to steal from the rich because I'm, I'm poor. Um, they're not really going to miss it. Um, therefore, me stealing is actually a moral thing. Rather than an immoral thing.
1: Okay, you ready?
0: Yep. Okay,
1: because what I said was that which works in the favor of of, of everybody. And stealing ain't gonna work in your favor. It it can Hold go on. On. all kind of ways. It did. Listen, you you ain't let me finish because of other things that are in place in our society. It can go a number of ways. Number one, it didn't work. Uh, in the person's favor, because I gave this in the community sense. I didn't deal with it with it in the in the individual sense. This is something that is conducive that works for everybody. So if you if you go and buy you a car that I like, you know K Dub went and bought uh, a S five fifty Benz, and I'm like, man, you know I've been wanting one of those things for a long time. Oh, I saw him at the store. He was slipping. He left his keys in the car. Man, I'm i I'm gonna get that car. Well, guess what? I just deprive you of your clean ride, bro. That is not good for you. That is immoral. Now I have caused you pain, whatever, sever- unless you, I mean, if you don't care, that, that could be another thing that's subjective, how you're going to feel about it. But I doubt you're not going to care about that. Then the other thing is not going to work out well for me because I'm sure you're going to call the Popo. And when the Popo catch up to me, my behind is going to jail for a okay. very long time for Grand <laughs> Theft Auto. That didn't work out for me. And mm-hmm. if I'm if I'm upset about it and I try to fight the police, they might end up killing me. That didn't work out well for me. So so stealing is not in the best interest of me because of society things that are in place. It is not in the best interest for you. I used to watch a movie. It's one of my favorite movies. It was called uh, A Beautiful Mind. I love that movie. And it was that part that scene, I don't know if you you seen that movie before. Uh who's the um, it Russell Is it will Crow, Smith? I think oh, it, no, okay, no, no, no. No. Russell Crowe, when he was like he was going crazy, he was seeing things, but he was like a mathematician at Princeton. Well, well, anyway, Adam Smith, who's a famous mathematician, he said that the best will come was doing for oneself, you know, and not worried about the group. Mm-hmm. But John Nash in that movie. He said, you know what? Actually, Adam Smith needs revision. He said, what will come and help everybody is not only doing what's best for yourself, but doing what's best for yourself and for the group. See, when we think on a, on a I'm, I'm not going to steal his car. You know what? I'm not going to steal his car, but I'm going to take the fact that K-Dub has the bins that I want. I'm going to walk up to K-Dub and say, yo, man, hey, what you into, what kind of business you do, I need to figure out how to get my life like you got it because you have achieved some things that I want to achieve. And if I work hard enough to do what you did to get that bins, not only have you increased me by giving me, you know, whatever your 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 plan was and your game was, and as I start trying to achieve it, I'm making myself better. That would mean be mean and increase that's the moral thing to do but that's that's my
0: explanation on that and 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 i think this gets to the 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 point of the greg bouncing quote i agree with everything you just said but given that you're operating on a subjective worldview why should anyone care why why are there moral odds that are being placed on an individual to to act i'm gonna tell you what hold hold on Let let me let me let me let me Okay, given given ahead. given that it's subjective, and I think you need to take this into account. Why does anyone have to care or or follow this certain? It's because it sounds like an objective standard that's being placed on people that they must follow this way. Why 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 does one have to care what 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 you think? I mean, there are many things that we don't care what people think. Why can't why can't we apply that to this morality?
1: Right, you you ready for my my answer on that? Straight up answer
0: Absolute, because
1: number one, and it's gonna sound funny when I say this, mm-hmm. because you live here, because you live on Earth, period. Now let me, let me let me explain. Um, the reason that that works is because people have a few things that seem to be innately in us. I, I don't know if I can go too deep into it, but one is self preservation, bro. You know, uh, you're gonna fight or you're gonna fly it. You know, you're gonna you're gonna fight or you're gonna run. Basically, self preservation. Then we look at the other innate thing, and that's procreation. You know, you're you're trying to uh, move your genes into the next generation. The reason why Darwin. this is beneficial, that well, that's I don't subscribe to to dog. <laughs> I, I I but don't, that I that don't was what he argued. How oh, go ahead? Sorry. How, however, what what what. I ain't going I ain't going to get off into the trip. The thing is No, right, no the thing is and when we talking about um when we when we're talking about self-preservation and all these things and, and why should people care? Cuz here's the thing. When you don't care, bruh, and you realize that you live here, think about going going back to the example. You don't have to care that the next man uh uh benefits but if you continue to oppress that man, there's going to be rebellion. Like I don't know your position, but I know like I'm I better not say that because I don't know if we'll use this later. And I don't want anything taken down. But I'm um, I'm I'm not a I'm not a jab person. You know what I'm talking about when I say the jab. Right. I'm, I'm not. I hear, you. I hear you. I don't buy that. So. So my thing is. Um, hmm. I, I gotta find another example now because I don't. Uh, I don't want let,
0: anything let, taken let, down. Let, <laughs> let, um, let me address this because I, 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 I still think you're operating on the assumption that one must care about right, what right. you know. So, so that's do the premise. you care
1: about you is what is what I'm getting at. I'm going. To, I'm going to a real law of the street right now. The the question is not whether or not you care about me, but do you care about you? No, because no, no. What, Cause no, no, I'm no. going to some very basic L- stuff. L- listen listen closely. Is, always listen, somebody out there
0: better than you. Listen, you listen, care. Listen closely to what I said. It wasn't even caring about myself. The question was, okay. why do I have to care at all? You don't. Exactly. No, I, you, you don't. I agree. You're right. You. You so don't the, have to care.
1: One is not obligated. would it be in your best interest to know and act with wisdom? would it be because you don't have to care okay about you know leaving your car on lock you don't have to care you know what i'm saying you don't have to care about you don't have to care about nothing you don't have to care about nothing but yourself but right. is that in your best interest is what
0: i'm gonna ask so this gets to, to my point point. one since you've given up morality being objective and it's subjective, best interest is now subjective so that's up to the individual to define that two um it's no one's obligated to even to do it uh, there's not odds and and i and no. i've described i've described morality in this way to the person who says it's subjective okay i got a
1: question for you when you get done okay i mean that's say n- is who's obligated okay yeah
0: okay fair fair enough. um in a subjective world view Morality is like going to get ice cream. Hopefully you can follow my thinking right here. Um, okay. If it if it doesn't make sense, let me know. Um, one person may like vanilla. The other person mm-hmm. may like chocolate, mm-hmm. right? But it's not evil that person A likes vanilla and it's not evil or even good that the person likes chocolate. If right. You get what I'm saying? So, I and, and, and nor is the person obligated to get what I get. Mm -hmm. And so when I describe morality in that sense, I hope you, I I think, I think you say you kind of got what I was going at. One person is not um, obligated to do as the next, since there is no objective or ultimate standard by which people are obligated to live their life. People are not obligated to get chocolate. Like I get chocolate. Mm -hmm. I may not, I might, I might not like vanilla. I may say, Hey, Mm -hmm. your life would be better if you got chocolate bro but you're, you're you're not obligated to to get it you know what i'm saying but that's how morality is in a subjective worldview
1: so uh who is harmed depending on what flavor of ice cream we get in your example i'm just saying who is at risk of self-preservation procreation there's another one. I'm kind of kind of foggy right now, but I'm just saying you, I get where you're going. I understand your example. And those are subjective things. And a person all day, that's that's the definition of subjectivity. Neither one of them is good or bad. You can say, hey, I like chocolate, but, you know, OK, cool. But because you say you like chocolate, who is harmed?
0: So so here's the point, And this is why I brought that up. And I'm glad you actually brought what you brought up. In a subjective worldview, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, given that there is no moral odds. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Because guess what? They could be allergic to vanilla. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it harms or not in a subjective worldview. On the basis of that on the basis of that foundation, that morality is subjective. So because- you're
1: talking about the person that likes vanilla but they could be allergic to it. So they still want vanilla when you say they could be
0: on. I, I, I'm just, I'm just saying, hopefully you follow. I'm, we're using this as an analogy. <laughs> I understand <laughs> you know? the analogy, yeah. <laughs> but
1: I'm going somewhere with it myself. It depends on what, what you're saying. So in your analogy, the person that likes vanilla, but is also allergic to it. Um, and you're, you're asking about uh, that. that either, being an issue. Either or,
0: either or. Because in a subjective worldview, there's no moral odds. Mm. If I give him vanilla and he's mm. allergic to it, the not, thing about you, subjectivity. Hold, hold on, let me let me let me quote let me quote Richard Dawkins because he actually, if you know okay. who that is, he, he's an uh, atheist. Yeah, I
1: know, I know who that is.
0: Yeah, and to this point, on subjective worldview, he actually gets to the heart of it. He says, "There is no, there is no good or evil." only blind pitiful indifference ultimately saying it doesn't matter because there is no objective world there's it's, it's only subjectivity it's it's only indifference like who cares now i don't think he lives that way and that's my argument to the non-believer they don't live don't like a, he does either but i don't, I don't think anybody don't that's that's the point i'm making nobody lives like the world is subjective everybody lives according to the worldview i'm saying truth is objective they may philosophize on the subjectivity of the world and there are no moral oughts, but as soon as someone steals their wallet, they act like stealing is objectively wrong. You know what? Or, you did... or, or, so, go with you, say what you said. I didn't want to you, you. You, you, said, you said most people live
1: according to your worldview. You said most people live, huh?
0: They live according to the worldview that I'm saying,
1: the Christian and worldview. That is and the
0: that Christian is, worldview. Absolutely. You said
1: objective. You used the word objective.
0: Yep, absolutely. So, and, and what when also? You use let me, let me, objectivity, let me, is let that me, let me
1: something that you can, when you say something is objective, is that something that it comports, it agrees with, or is in accordance with reality?
0: Well, I would argue it is. But as I've stated, I actually believe there's an actual ultimate standard because who determines what comports to reality? We have to ask that question.
1: OK, I can answer that question. I can. Okay. I think I can answer that question. Okay. I don't mean to sound arrogant. If no, no, arrogant.
0: I, I, I think I can I, answer that question. I didn't, I didn't see it. As that, that
1: which comports to reality is observable. In other by, words, by whom?
0: By us. But but not everybody
1: agrees. I, I didn't I didn't say whether or not everybody agrees, whether or not it's observable. Everybody don't have to agree that I wear glasses. But so, I do. And <laughs> they right here. So, so again, everybody it's subjective. agree with that. No, that's a reality, bro. Because you hold on, look... no, I'm tell you how that's a reality in, in my little example of glasses. You know why? Because you can go and talk to my doctor, and my doctor can tell you that I'm actually 50 20, and they can tell you what the science is behind me, and somebody else can look at that and say, yeah, that man needs glasses. So that is no longer subjective. That is objective because it it comes with data that you can verify.
0: Okay, but hold on, because because uh, what 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 are we talking about? Um. Because that's just one example, and you,
1: yeah, you, I was just I was just giving you an example. You of might, objective but you, reality,
0: but but even then, some a lot of people would disagree. With there are people, okay. one there are people that are blind, <laughs> so there are people like I don't see glasses. So, re, re, so when I'm speaking of reality, I'm talking about you know
1: how I would prove to them,
0: you know, you know
1: how I would help
0: them with that. How's that? They don't Tell have to, touch-
1: to see it because again, I would say, well. Let me put these in your hand and what the rest of the world of us is see, they can touch them and they can feel them and they can know of a thing called glasses even though they cannot physically see it.
0: So, according to what you say, we can know reality that which is real according or, or so. let me rephrase it this way and, and let me know if you would agree with it. We can know that which is real and true according to our five senses
1: yeah for the most part if you want to talk about objective reality you're talking we're we're talking about objective reality right yeah if we're talking about objective reality it would have to be something within time space and matter that we can evaluate with our five senses to be able like for instance and i and i'm this total disclosure i don't i don't make no quorums about this with nobody i'm not i'm not an atheist however My belief in the creator, I tell people straight up, it's just my belief. I don't claim that I can prove it. I don't claim that you can touch, see, feel, hear, or taste it. I ain't got that argument yet. I ain't got that. So I don't even go there with people. However, if you're asking me what objective reality, because what I just said about me believing, that's completely subjective, completely. And I believe your position, on God is completely subjective. I would the disagree. Problem, the problem is, the problem is just what what you were about to say with the disagreement. When we cross the line over and try to tell the people in the reality that we all share, that the Christian God is the creator of this universe and we can prove it.
0: So, now, you, so here's, you step here's,
1: into a, a world... Where you got to come see me.
0: Yeah. So here's here's actually where I don't think you can actually prove the standard that you set up for yourself. Because when I ask you what is real, you'll say, well, that which comports to reality in the five senses. The problem is you've you you you've already presupposed re, re, real. Like, I mean, so the question I would ask, how do you know you're actually not in the matrix, that this isn't a solipsism, you know? You know that these are not your. Uh, you know who was who is it that said? Uh, I think, therefore, I am. Well, you're assuming those are your real thoughts, and they're not being imported into you um, from from the matrix. Now, some people say, "Okay, well, you're being very skeptic." But there are a lot of people who operate the basis of their life like this. They're called uh, it's 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 a philosophy called solipsism. I so, can how answer
1: do you... your question? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So when we start to get red pill deep here and, and we start to go on. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I love that movie. Uh, Let's do it. When we, start, when we start to talk about Matrix and everything. Right. Okay. So when I say objective reality and the thing about the Matrix is that you can only know what it is you know. I'm talking about right Hold here. Say that, say that again. Say that
0: again. You
1: can only you can only know what it is that you actually can know. Now let me define what I'm saying by that because that might be you know that's that's just that's a Eliism or whatever. So the thing is um whether we in it or not this is what we know. All I know is right now if I'm in a matrix K dub far as I can tell you in it with me. As far as I can tell Kylie in it with me, and everybody that's going to be on YouTube or whomever is what y'all in it with me. So whatever matrix we in, that's where my argument lies within but, this plane of existence.
0: But that if we were in the matrix, that would actually not be real. It would not be reality.
1: You would have so, to prove we in it.
0: Yeah, sh- sh- sure, but you, you you would also have to prove you're not in it. So again, so it's it's not no, just one of it, it's not it, it, it's not just one of the other. Claim. It's not. It goes, well,
1: it goes by the claim It's well, See, the thing is, when you, are you when claiming? You make
0: a claim, let me let me ask you this, Eli. Are, do you claim you are in the Matrix? No, I don't. I'm not claiming that. So but that so that's I'm a claim that. that that's that itself is a claim. You're claiming not to be in the Matrix. Right. It's just. A, it's a negative claim. I'm making the positive claim. Okay, or, so
1: or, are are we in the matrix, KD? No,
0: yeah, I, I would agree we aren't. But the, the, the that, that's that's okay, not the issue. So
1: that's where we are. We both are in agreement that we're not. So let's deal with that plane.
0: But hold on, that's giving your giving your definition of reality. It's that which comports to to that which, or giving your uh, definition on of the truth. plane
1: that we are on. On the whatever plane that is, you know, whatever dimension that is. I'm calling that our reality of time, space, and matter, that which we have evaluated, whatever our years of science is, the scientific method on, when we start to talk about scientific truth, verifiable truth, uh, verifiable things. Now, uh, what I'm saying is where we have issues is when we cross the lines over. This is where... We all live and share in a certain type of reality because I believe that you're a real person. I've never seen you, I've never met you in real life, but I assume that somewhere in the city of Texas, near Dallas, there's a dude sitting in a room with some headphones on his head and a gray type shirt with some books in the back and he's talking to me. I I think you're really physically doing that right now. And based on all the evidence that I have before me, I don't have any other reason but to believe that that's again, the reality again, that I'm discussing. As
0: as you stated, you do not know that this is, these are not your, the, the, all that could be a projection of someone else's thoughts.
1: It was all a which, dream. Which, I used to read World <laughs> Magazine, starting in a heavy D up in the limousine. It could exactly. be all a dream. It, it bro, could be all a dream. But
0: but it th- doesn't which would seem mean like it's it, not bro. real. Dreams don't, dreams don't seem like they're, Sometimes dreams seem very real. I've had very real dreams, but it was yeah. still not real. Yeah. So, but but given your worldview, you would have to account for that as well, that it's, I think the best you can have is it is most probable, but I don't know for certain.
1: Ah, ah, so uh-huh, uh-huh. it may be most probable, <laughs> most, <laughs> and, most, m- most probable. So. What be and I know the time is getting long, so I do want to nail this down. Let me let me ask you straight up. Um, and we can talk some more because I want us to have one thing and then maybe talk about a structure for a talk or or not really a talk. I'm I'm straight up want want to have a debate. And the reason why I call it that because I came up watching debates on cassette tapes, or, or rather listening to them, I'm sorry, on cassette tape, watching more once youtube came into the picture um and the reason i believe debates are good not necessarily they do sometimes benefit the opponents in the debate however i think they are good for, the audience. for learning for the, yeah yeah for the people so you may not necessarily convert me i may not necessarily convert you but it does do some good for people to feel and see our strongest arguments on an issue so when, when we talk about the Bible as the infallible word of God, I take the position that, and this would be my position statement, the Bible is not infallible and cannot be proven to be infallible and the word of an all-knowing all-powerful, all-loving entity.
0: I don't think you can make that statement, given your worldview.
1: I know know you don't, but that's my position.
0: I, I know that's your position, but it's inconsistent with your professed worldview. That's why I say you actually live like a christian when it comes to actually your practice not and I, and i don't mean like you actually worship yeah i um,
1: maybe i want you to define but that that right now that's that's my position Here, that i i would like to debate you on but yeah. you know it, and i'm and, you can affirm whatever you want but tell me why why you say that
0: yeah thank thank you the reason why i say it's actually inconsistent and incongruent with your position is because of your position of objectivity and subjectivity your claim is that um if if i recall right that truth is subjective therefore to make a claim that it can't be proven
1: no i say is, morality i said morality could be could be subjective but true true you talk about truth these are things that comport to reality and if so, it comports or okay. agrees with reality is verified yeah
0: okay so so okay so even how you define truth is actually subjective it's actually not objective because okay, because it's actually appealing uh, to self or or uh, others like in a communal agreement. It's it's actually not absolute truth uh, or a, a objective or an ultimate. So so me, I, I don't I, I don't care if I'm the old. So I would define truth as like you can be the only one saying something and be right. It actually is not based on uh, the five senses. It's not How based on.
1: When you say you could be the only one saying something and be right, how would that individual verify that they are right, even though nobody believes? How how the verification of that being right? How did you well, do that?
0: Because it's not actual based on communal agreement. For instance, uh, communal
1: an, agreement. Define define communal agreement.
0: Well, as you said, as you said, like kind of as you've kind of laid out what you mean by reality. It's like kind of uh, taking taking the basis of others. And kind of, uh, you know, you know, uh, kind of consensus. It seems like that. Hey, mm-hmm. okay, I have strong reasons to believe this X because of um, X. You know, uh, you know, numerous people um, conferring with what I'm saying. It,
1: no, well, no, I didn't. I didn't say communal agreement was. True no, I, I know. I, I know. You,
0: I know you didn't say that, but I'm saying okay. that's that's how. When you when you define reality, that's essentially what it came out to be. Because because I mean, you no, said no, no, no. Multiple... What
1: what I said, reality is what this is. What I what I believe what I said, and and forgive me if I was unclear. Okay, reality is the the things that anybody can take in any community and verify. And, and in other words, when I gave the example, when you were you were given the example, and you were doing this with your fingers, and I said. Is he holding up two fingers? Okay. And English is two, and Spanish is those, and whatever language it will be, but you know, essentially it's I, we're, I we're talking about two. Yeah. So that is verifiable in any uh community, any whatever they consider two, that's what he that's what you were holding yeah, up at the time. That's that's so what that I was getting. Is at. reality. That's not subjective though. it it, it is what it is.
0: But you are assuming the validity of the reality. So explain that. Because when you appeal to others, one you're you're you're, you're assuming their rationality and you're assuming they're correct when they tell you they see two. Obviously, we're using a simplistic defin, uh, simplistic analogy. But you know, I think obviously we can make it more complex when we go to other things. Just because they agree, or you know, or in agreement with you uh, seem rational doesn't mean they actually are.
1: Well, well, say here's the thing that an individual's rationality or understanding of the world may perhaps have some limits. So when we're keeping it simple, when, when I was teaching people things, I often tried to let them know I have to start where they are. I believe in order for a teacher to be a good teacher, you got to start where you are. And what I mean by that is an example. I think when a guy named an indigenous one, like he asked you a question or whatever about two men's creating a woman. But if you've never heard of that concept, you, in my opinion, and I'm not trying to get deep into that discussion, I'm just using it as an example, had no context for what he was talking about and why it was, and and, then, but I was watching like, okay, I know what he's talking about, but I also don't feel, like it was a it was a valid question That's, for a person like I, you i I, I, knew, I knew what he I was talking
0: about i'm saying the text isn't even trying to draw his conclusions
1: well well i understand what 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 you were saying i i got I actually got understood of both of you I, I didn't necessarily disagree or agree with both i i could go with that either way when y'all were talking about that my 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 point is um when you're talking about and I'm about to lose my point. When we're talking about about this, (laughs) when you're talking about uh, this objectivity, okay, and we're assuming that a person's uh, understanding, they may understand a two plus two uh, thing. But once you start to get into X uh, or two X plus five equals 10, they might be thrown off. However, we're keeping it simple because it is in the simple that we will be able to understand and make some progress. I, but, I believe that's how we'll make that, progress
0: in our discussion. That that actually gets to my point. I'm not saying it depends on their understanding or not. They can they cannot understand it. They could understand it, and it will be irrelevant to the point of it being true. Okay. Let me let me read the definition. I, I should have done this a long time ago. Man, my bad. But let me let me actually read the definition of objective, so you can maybe see my point. Or what I'm going to objective is a person or judgment not not influenced by personal feelings or opinions in considering and representing facts right. um, it's it's I not de- it's not dependent on the mind for existence but it's rather actual um mm. so it, it actually doesn't depend on me my my evidence it doesn't it doesn't depend on so so i'll say it this way um something was true before i existed it, and it will be true after i exist so whether right. whether i conjure it up uh find the evidence to support my facts um cognitively think about it is irrelevant to it actually being true that's my whole point and that's what it means that's what when i'm getting to the point of objective truth so when someone appeals to uh feelings their their senses uh a consensus of communal agreement they're actually not operating on the basis of objectivity no more rather subjectivity wait. that's the whole po- that's the whole point oh, I've been trying wait, to make wait wait
1: wait so can you repeat that one more time
0: Yeah yeah. so when one appeals to either their personal feelings um, or or um, you know the communal a consensus communal agreement, it's actually not operating on the uh, senses of uh, truth anymore. So I'll give you an example. I- I- I'll attack people who argue like me for a minute. <laughs> there are many people who say, well, Eli or Callie may say, hey, why is God true? Well, I just feel it in my heart. That's actually not an objective statement.
1: No, that's subjective.
0: Totally. It's, a sub- it's, a, it's a subjective statement. Now, it might be true because i'll say this we do experience objectivity right it's it's true if a hammer falls on your head it will hurt that is objective statement now you can experience that subjectively right i i I don't want nobody to try this at home (laughs) but that it can be in a subjective experience but the the basis of it hurting or not is not actually based on your subjective experience but rather the objective statement the objective fact does that make sense
1: I'm going to throw a monkey wrench in it. All right. I don't remember what the condition is called, but some people don't feel pain, bro. Okay. There is a condition where some okay, people so, just don't feel pain. Don't so mean can, it didn't harm them. It's just some people right. don't feel pain, yeah, and yeah. that's that's just verifiable thing. But but when you start to talk, again, communal, I'm not saying the communal agreement is truth. Never said that. I am saying truth is that which works in reality and we can have uh let's just say based on a a a, a logic process that it's is subjective. working is well here's the thing remember about remember the definition the thing about, about looks go ahead
0: it says it's not dependent on the mind for existence so as soon as you say right, well right. it makes so, sense to me it's subjective right
1: so when you again if you say that if you say it's not depending on the mind for existence that you can create a rabbit hole that none of us we i'm, I'm trying to make sure we mean you both be yeah. credible here for people that's listening because if you want to say what you are saying, if I'm understanding you right, if I'm understanding you right, I'm looking at this screen, I uh-huh. see you, uh-huh. but that's completely subjective. You're uh-huh. not really there. You could not be really there. So, is that what it, you're saying?
0: If you're being consistent with your position, I don't hold to that position. So, I don't
1: hold that position either. I hold a position, but that's again—that's what, that what you've been based stating
0: on what I'm—I'm I'm seeing. No, I said
1: I see you. I see you. Be be through these tools and the technology of the internet that we are using. I see you. That is a sense, and then I have actually some other observer. We have Kali. And we have whomever else to verify that this is taking place in time, space, and matter. And because me and you are having this conversation in time, space, and matter, it is happening. This is a reality. This is real. It is verifiable
0: regardless of communal agreement. But that's the very basis of what you appeal to to establish it. You just did it. And you've done it multiple times. Like I said, you that's what you just did. You, you, you Me, uh, yourself, and then Callie, that was your agree- consensus on why it's an effect. So you the are reason, appealing to reason, subjectivity. That, that's my I, whole I'm point. I'm
1: appealing to the things that exist, that I'm appealing to seeing you, okay? Having another observer. I'm appealing to all the Communal? things, the technology, the technology, these things, these these uh variables if you will now here's the thing somebody else can view this video and not know me or you or know anything but they would be able to at least evaluate that it's at a point in time on a certain day based on the time and stuff that we you know uh done this that that A guy named Eli Taylor and a guy named K-Dubb from what we can tell on the screen were on YouTube and they were talking about this. Now, we dealing with what's real, bro. We don't have to get philosophical about it. We don't have to go around the bush about it. This is really taking place, period. And now, there may be some folk out there that have an alternate form of reality and we and some would say them people need to be in the same asylums or whatever. We we're just dealing with what's real. And right now, I think we have at least gotten to the point where we can understand this. You believe that the Bible is the infallible word of God. It is unadulterated. Is that a true statement?
0: That is true. But hold on. Let me let me address something real quick, because one, I'll, one, I'll lay my cards out openly. Uh, which I'm I'm trying to do. I'm not being dishonest, but we're dealing with something called epistemology. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that uh terminology or subject. Epistemology, are are you? And I'm not. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay,
0: cool. So epistemology, as you know, then deals with the subject of knowledge. Uh, so epistemology may or the theory of knowledge. Uh, so epistemology asks the question of how, what you know. How do you know it to be true? So it's, 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 it's deeper than what you know. It's actually, a, and that's what I've been trying to get to this whole conversation. So I'll answer, my, I'll, I'll answer and give you my form of epistemology. It's a revelational epistemology. And, and we all are revelational epi- uh, epistemologists um, if we're being consistent. I know that which is true according to the all-knowing creator revealing it. R.C. Sproul actually asked a good question. Or, or made a good statement in order to know anything you must know everything or know the one who knows everything so because knowledge is not there's no such thing as a brute fact there's not something that's just true in and of itself knowledge is relatable knowledge is connected to other things you know um and etc etc and so That that would be my strongest form of epistemology is I'm a we're 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 all revelational beings. And, you know, and so that's that's why I would argue
1: real quick. So. So if that were the case, you must know the one that that knows everything. How do you prove to those who don't know the one that you say claim to know? How do you prove to them that, you know, that one? Oh, 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 yeah.
0: The same way they do. Everybody knows God exists. And here here's my argument for why people so when i say they know it um I, i'm not saying I'm, and know. i'm
1: not saying that they don't that they don't know god exists I, i'm saying cuz you you don't believe that necessarily it's not that general with you let's be specific you believe that god is the christian god as you said okay you believe that it is the god yahweh elohim Absolutely. That's what you believe, am I absolutely.
0: right? Yeah, okay. I'm. I'm not arguing for general theism, and I. I do not like when uh, Christians try to act like the God, God of the Bible is a try to argue for a general God. I, I, you're absolutely right. So yeah, does it make a? a it, it makes it a harder position to defend. Yeah, but that's the biblical position. I, I want to be biblical, <laughs> and so I'll answer your question. I would argue to them, and appeal. So 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 the point of contact I would make as a. Greg Bonson and, and Van Til argued is, man, um, the common ground we have is we're both image bearers and and there are going to be things because we're made in the image of God that are true. That's why I've argued for, for things like true and morality. I'm actually appealing to you as an Imago day creature. Because you're made in the image of God, you share, though it's been marred, though it's been perverted because of sin, as, as me likewise, you share things with your creator i.e. Um, truth justice things are moral what man has done though is uh greg bonson gives an analogy of you you you've, you've gone swimming before right and kind of held a beach ball under the water what is it what does that beach ball want to do
1: stay afloat stay it wants to it time.
0: wants to come right back up right, <laughs> right. that that's 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 that is what truth is Man mm-hmm. is suppressing the truth of God, but man cannot do so for long. And ultimately, what the apologist is doing is is um, peeling those fingers up and just letting the truth uh, arise. Uh, as as uh, C.S. Lewis said, uh, ultimately, God doesn't need defending; he's a lion. Just let him out the cage. <laughs> you know, he, he'll the lion. You don't have to uh, catch. Catch the food for the lion. The lion knows very well how to do it. And so hopefully Paul, that Paul
1: might disagree with him, though. And to take it back no, to I, the Bible. I'm sure you're so, familiar with what Paul said in Philippians chapter 2, verses 15 through about 18. Paul so, would disagree because that's where the word apologist comes from. So if he was set, who was he set by? I, I think it would be that the God that you believe in set him for the apologia. The so, defense. So if he didn't feel that he needed Paul, he wouldn't have set him for defense.
0: Well, one, uh, God doesn't need anything, because that would kind of contradict a self-sufficient self-sufficient ex nihilo God, meaning he's in need of nothing. But that's not what I meant. When I when I say uh God doesn't need defending, what I'm not saying is that we don't need to uh uh make an apologia, apologia, a defense for the faith. That's not what I'm arguing. What I'm arguing is there's a certain kind of argumentation that we are to be operating in that, that does not actually offend the creator, um, you know? And so there are certain kind of apologetic methods that I think does that. And so that's kind of what I'm getting at. Not that we don't share our faith and, and make a defense for the faith. That's I, I'm saying we do it in, in consistency with his word. And so that that's what I'm sorry. Sorry for the confusion.
1: No, no, that's good. So I, I think, and how do we, um, what kind of format could we, set up a, at least I mean we, we've we covered a lot maybe there will be more to come but at least this whole infallibility of the Bible thing is something I think um, people would benefit from hearing um, both sides and I'm sure you know we'll, we'll quote scholars at different points in time but then there will be points of reasoning that Either somebody would understand or not understand. They may agree with you, they may agree with me. So what I'm saying is, again, my position is that the Holy Bible, the 66 books of the Western canon are not infallible and unadulterated and can be proven to be with error. That's my statement. Now, based on that assertion. statement, that that you no, know, well, what I'm doing is in a in a debate we have position statements. Thesis. So what yeah. I'm doing, I'm just stating what my statement would be, that I would affirm. You, of course, would negate that, and that's what we could, you know, maybe have some discussion on how we said it. We could do that behind the scenes with yeah. a colleague and maybe discuss whether or not we talk for 30 minutes and who goes in the affirmative or the negative at the beginning. Um, we, we can yeah, set I that think up. That, I, think that's, I mean, that should be, that, couldn't that be a topic right there in itself? That's what I was that's thinking. Right so what you, what do you think? I mean, I mean, I
0: mean, I, I mean that one, I mean, at least that's one topic. Um, could that be, status, uh, you know, as a topic? That yeah, that, that, on? yeah, absolutely. Most certainly. I also, go if, from there. If, 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 I, I think we can in, have in a, back. yeah, I, I, I would hope that we can actually have a, uh, a pre-debate before that, if if possible, if you're willing. If, I'm now, if bad, you're saying,
1: man. I love
0: talking like fine. this. Whatever I, y'all want to do. So I would propose a debate, something to the nature of kind of what I've been bringing about, because I think it actually presupposes the debate where we would have, and it would be something to the nature of like um whose uh whose epistemic or epistemology uh explains the world we live in better or something to that nature we I can work out an actual functional uh debate thesis, but something to that nature you know well
1: well i'm a, I'm gonna say this I'm not really prepared to explain the world we live in to be okay. talk- because i'm I'm just honest bro no that's I, fair i um i'm still trying to figure it out okay well, i just believe that if... that the scripture what's called the scripture and in, in this book i don't i don't think that it's it it's a, it's a it's a great um work that needs to be understood by everybody and the claims on it is where i have an issue but i can't tell you um, about this existence, I'm gonna just tell you right now. That's beyond me. I don't think I would do well, or even do justice, or I'd be wasting your time.
0: In that, hey, way. that's that's totally fair, man. And so if if
1: if I, but if you got something else, I mean, tell okay, me something else, and maybe we can come up with something. I'm not trying to leave you out there. I know I came up with the first one, so I want. You how to how come about up this?
0: How about this, man? It wouldn't be a debate maybe we can do like a live Q and a for my audience, like pre, okay. pre for like, and they just ask you questions. Like if you, obviously if you don't know, Hey, we and what will it
1: be you. about? What it'd be just
0: kind of like, maybe like existence. No, it, it, Questions for an ex pastor or something like that. Like, oh, I, I, okay, yeah, that's cool. 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 Okay, cool. cool, cool. Nothing. Yeah, yeah, nothing. Nothing. Fine. Nothing grandeur to where you have to like study or. I understand how debates like you need. Hey man, to you prepare. can see
1: I'm I'm open. I did this after I just came from showing the lady a house. Oh, hey, man. if you, I would be actually I'd be honored to come on if they want to ask the ex pastor and why, why I'm an ex pastor. You Kylie no, I share this story with everybody, so. I'm just an honest dude, and that's what I'm about. I'm about what's exactly on this shirt. Truth is my only religion, bro. That's it. Okay.
0: Okay.